On this episode of Any Given Funday, me and Ray begin by capping off his 25th birthday. We talk about what happened this weekend, some of the shenanigans that Raymond got into. After that, we talk about the PLL. They're coming to town this weekend. Tom and Mary Casey Stadium, Albany, all weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We just talk about what to expect and how this could lead into the Albany Firewolves as well. We talk about the Albany Empire. They have a huge championship game this weekend against the Columbus Lions. We also have a great interview with Jeff Levac, the president of the Albany Empire. And we talk fantasy football quarterbacks and get you ready for the big draft day. This episode of Any Given Fun Day is brought to you by our two great sponsors, 12 Months of June Barbershop and Cosmic Donuts. 12 Months of June Barbershop, 11A Vitrano Road, behind Little Anthony's Pizzeria. Find them on the Books app. You're going there. You're getting the cut the way you want it. Our dude, June, and also Cosmic Donuts, 3 Albany Avenue in Kinderhook. Go out there. Great donuts. Great for any occasion. Some different donuts. Some fun ones. Head out there. New menus all the time. 3 Albany Avenue. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy this episode. Let's get ready for the Albany Empire this weekend, the PLL this weekend. Lots of Capital Region sports going on. And as always, make sure you let the fun days roll. any given fun day it is joey haas it's ray osterhout we're chopping it up on a wednesday getting ready for the albany empire to play the columbus lions on saturday can't wait gonna be a great time we're both gonna be there ray what's going on brother how you recovering from a good weekend happy 25th birthday you've spent now 25 years on this earth you hit the quarter century mark man it's a great accomplishment it's good to be with you man and we're gonna spend the weekend together too what's up dude it was a great weekend. It was a long weekend that went quick, if that makes any sense. They always do. I started it on Friday, and it went all the way until, what, yesterday? Or no, I'm sorry, until Monday, till my actual birthday. And also, right. thank you for wishing me happy birthday. Um, I sure feel 20. I actually feel 70. Fuck 25. I feel so old. My knee, I had, um, my knee was killing me when I woke up on Sunday. And then, what else was hurting? Oh, I got a splinter in my foot from the Airbnb. That wasn't even when I, that was before I even started drinking. So there's that. And then, yeah, I mean, the weekend was just incredible. Honestly, I don't remember too much of it. So that's what what you're actually here for. Yeah, that's too. all I'm really here for. I'm not here to host a podcast <laughs> or anything. I'm just know, here to you were the one you. who filled me in on a lot of the things that were sure, happening. And sure. you also said that you had some other stories that you didn't tell oh, me yet. Oh, my God. Of course I do, bro. Oh, my God. I'm so, really nervous now. You know, I wouldn't be a good friend, man, right? If I didn't if I didn't fill you in. I'm just scared. So anybody who, who knows me, right, knows that I was I was obviously uh commentating the Empire game Saturday night. But I promised Ray from the bottom of my heart, I said, Yo, bro, I'm gonna make it out to Toga after. So I commentated a game, suit and everything, right? Got in the car, tailed it right out to Saratoga, found a cool parking spot about ten minutes away. Uh, from Caroline Street, and I start texting Ray. And I'm like, hey, dude, I'm getting close, and you're already texting me gibberish. It's about 11 o'clock at this point, okay? 
11 o'clock, I get there, I start walking over. I'm like, hey, dude, I'm getting close. Where the fuck do you want me to go? And you're like, dude, I need you to get $20 out. I have 20 it's 40 to get in. I'm like, right, I don't have any fucking money. Like, do you need me to go to an ATM? And you're like, no. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so we start figuring stuff out. Next thing you know, I'm at, I'm at the bar, the night owl, right? And Ray's like, yo, come to the, or he's like, I'm in line to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, well, I'm here and I'm here. I looked back and I go, I go, yo, I got to piss first. And you go, no, get me. You look at, this guy looks at, no, this guy looks down at his phone. You look down at your phone. You're like, I got to piss first. I'm like, get the fuck out of line (laughs) and come get me. Come get me. I know the lines in, in those places. I'm like, come get me. So you, you finally maneuver your way over and all these people are getting in, right? There's the side door, right? And I'm like, yo. Like, I need to get in here. I need to be a part of this. And for some odd reason, this guy opens the door for me. And he's like, yo, come on in. I'm like, me? There's nobody else around me. Yeah. He's, uh, he's uh, uh, Okay. All right. Here I come. And he's like, yeah, it's your buddy, right? And I'm, yeah, it's my buddy. He's like, all right, dude, 30. And I'm like, whoa, dude, I don't got no money on me. And then Ray's there and he gives him $23. <laughs> Gives him a 20 and three singles. And the guy goes, what the fuck is this? He goes, I told you 30, buddy. And Ray goes, looks at him shit-faced. Absolutely shit-faced. <laughs> guy looks like a zombie straight out of World at War, right? And he goes, that's all I got for you, man. <laughs> Luckily, one of Ray's friends spots the rest of the, the money. Yeah, the other so yeah. only other sober kid in Night Owl. I have my who, had, <laughs> who had the biggest lip in that I think oh, I may yeah. have ever Guy had bro. a lip in. If you see me yeah. throw him in, Dylan yeah. throws in. Hammers, it was a hammer, dude. bro. It was an absolute hammer. And the guy's like, okay. He's like, and then he turned from bitter to just a great guy, right? Like he was like, all right, guys, have a great night. Dude, that's all they care. Yeah. Literally all the bouncers care about there is yeah, money. Money, of course. Like Night Owl compared yeah. to Gaffney's is just literally night and day. Like yeah. the like the guys in Gaffney's are usually don't even let you in or take money, yeah. honestly, on the sides. Like yeah. Night Owl just has that door. So they get extra money for people who don't want to wait in line. Then 100%. people just throw them twenty dollars. And then as it goes longer, the night yeah, or as the yeah. night gets longer, the price goes up. That's right. And uh, so Ray gets me in. Next thing you know, like we take a couple pictures together, say what's up, this and that, the other thing. Beautiful night. And uh, when the fuck did we? I don't have any pictures of us. What oh, I mean? have some good pictures of us, dude. Do you really? I was yeah. trying to find like something to post on Instagram from the weekend because I literally told myself I wanted to get pictures from Saturday. Sunday and Monday with people. Yeah, yeah. And I literally have no picture. I got a I couple have good videos. Forty-five pictures of the same picture. So tell me if you remember this one, right? Okay. So me and I'm like me and you walk out, right? And I, I guarantee you, about seventy-five percent of our listeners know no night out, right? So they know the indoor and the outdoor yeah. part of it. So we go to the outdoor part of it. And we're going to the outside bar, me and you. And you're like, yo, what do you want to drink? And I go, Ray, I'm not drinking. You're like, shut the fuck up. What do you want to drink? And I'm like, I'm not drinking, Ray. And I go, what do you want? And you're like, and you tell me exactly what you want, right? You're like, whatever it was, it was like vodka soda or something, right? And so I go up and I start ordering these drinks and I look over and there's this group of, of people and they're all dancing, right? Remember the guy with the coconut cup? No. You don't? No, okay. I don't even remember going to so the there's this So there's this Dude, guy, right? What? There's this group of people and oh, they're all no. dancing. Um, and... Basically, one of the guys has a Yankee jersey on, and that just sparks conversation, right? You start talking to him. I start talking to him. And I'm like, yo, you're a Yankees guy. Like, let's go Yankees. He goes, 
bro, I don't even know who the fuck, like, he's like, I don't even know three guys in the Yankees. He's like, I just think this is a great fucking jersey. I'm like, well, that is a great jersey, pinstripe for life. And so he starts, like, hitting these crazy dance moves, bro. And then the girl weighs, like, the bartender, she goes, hey, what do you want? And I turn my head to her, and I'm like, hey, uh, can I get this and this? And I turn back around, and Ray is sitting there twerking with this, like, literally, like, hitting some crazy fucking dance moves to some Spanish song. And I'm like, Ray, yo, here's your fucking drink, bro. Focus. Bro. And he's getting down with it. He's sipping, he's sipping straight out of the coconut. And I'm like, bro, well, you got to go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude, you're going, you're going, you're getting after it. And I'm dude, like, dude, when I tell you, I have never been. Ray, this is 10 minutes in when I got there. And Joey, when I tell you that I have never like forgotten this much of a night, when you tell me that, like, I don't even remember going outside with you. I thought we were in the, the side room the whole time, or like the inside the whole time. That's how bad it is. And <laughs> so we go back inside, right? There's a few more stories. I'm not going to go through the whole entire night. No, right? I'm yeah, gonna give you a co- I'm I just give you wanted a couple the good. More. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm going to give you a couple more that, that really, that really, you know, got me going. <laughs> so I said no to your drink the first time, right? Mm-hmm. Then we go back inside, and then you saw how drunk I was, and you're like, "I need a drink to at least compete with this guy or contain this guy." So yeah, so Ray Ray sees a couple friends, and he's like, "That's it. We're getting. Dr- I'm getting you guys drinks." Sees a couple. I'm like, "All right, fine, whatever." Who was it? Don't even know. Right? So Ray goes, yeah, let's go get drinks. And he, like, grabs on everybody. Come on. Come on. Let's go get drinks. I'm like, all right. And I'm, like, basically, you're like, I'm, I'm fathering you. Yeah. And right? I'm, like, following you around. But, like, I'm giving you some distance. I'm letting you grow up a little bit. But I'm also right there for you if you need me. Right? Yeah. If you fall, I'm there. But I'm going to give you a little space. Hey, like, hey, I'm here for you. But, hey, I'm a little far off. So he goes up, starts ordering the drinks. And he goes, Joe, what do you want? I go, nothing. And you look at me. How many times have I asked you at this point if you wanted a drink? At least six or seven. You grab me by my shirt, right? And you go, what the fuck do you want? And I go, I'm like, are you like, I I, would have normal night, normal night. I would have probably slapped you. Like I would have gave you a little slap. I would have that night. I was like, this is Ray's birthday. Like he's crunked up. Like he would never do this normally. I'm like, give me whatever you get, brother. I'm like whatever you whatever you get, get two of them, and you're like, all right, bro, I got you. Like, and I biggest, got hyped with the biggest <laughs> smile on your face. So I take See, the drink. This is why I thought, like, I never mind. Keep going. Take the drink. I have about I have maybe a quarter of it. Yeah, and then I I pass it off. Yeah, I pass it off. You probably passed it to me because at one point in the night I had three you drinks. Drink. Oh, that probably. And then I gave it to you, and too. I was like, dude, this is perfect. Like you you got three quarters through your drink, spilled it all over yourself, right? Like bounced into somebody. Yeah. Next thing you know. I'm like, yo, just take this one. You're like, no, it's yours. I'm like, no, it's it's yours. I'm I'm driving. I had like three sips. Take take it. It's full drink. Okay. So that's another story, right? You got all hyped up, got me a drink, ended up being your drink anyway. But and then the grand finale story is that we're on to next. Yeah, yeah. So me me and Ray, <laughs> this is the one. And I know. all of Ray's friends have great great ritual, and I think a lot of people do, right? Uh, yeah, dude. The place is packed up and down the street. And honestly, what I wanted to do, what I didn't get to do, because um. Portnoy did a review of the one down the street. Right. Let's um, go to that one. Yeah, I wanted to try that one, sure, but I was like, sure. you know what? Pro- well, actually, that night I wasn't thinking at all. I don't no. even remember going to the pizza shop, so I definitely wasn't going to be making that decision. But continue. so, so ritual says right. The the great ritual. Um, 
the history books say, uh, tis the end of the night at Saratoga to shout get pizza. You have to get pizza, right? You have to end your night the right way. Anytime you drink, you have to get some pizza. sort of food in pizza. your system. Pizza. So Ray's like, Ray starts hinting at it. 45 minutes go by. We finally, I finally cave in. I'm like, yeah, man, let's go get some fucking pizza. It's a long night. And I'll take you through this part, right? So you start running, running out of it. Now I know why my knee hurts so bad. Running. And I go, and, and I turn around. And I'm with one of your other buddies, and I go, yo, where the fuck is Ray? And I leave I leave the night out, and I look down the street, and you're hauling ass towards the fucking pizza place. So we go in there, and we're standing in line. And uh, there's a couple of us, and I go, yo, I'll, I'll get the pizza tonight. Like, I got it. And Ray's like, okay. Everybody else, all right, cool. All right, cool, Joe. So I order the pizza, and I go, Ray, what do you want? And he goes, two slices of cheese, or no, two slices of pepperoni, one slice chicken bacon ranch. I go, okay, that's fine. I go, yo, what do you guys want? Two slices of cheese. I go, okay, I'll take two slices of broccoli, right? Broccoli and white. Yeah, the white pizza. Yeah, yeah. And I order the pizza, right? Puts it in a box. You're right next to me, okay? Right next to me. And you, you look at me, and you, you this is what you do sometimes, right? Even when you're sober, you look at me, and you kind of just give that, like, you're like, yeah, I appreciate you, bro. And I'm like, got you. Yeah. Of course. So I pay for it, and we start walking away. And you're still in line behind me, right? Like, we were all in line, but I was like, yeah, they're with me. Yeah. And the guy's like, okay, cool. And me and the guy at the pizza place kind of had a bond, right? Because we're sober. Right, yeah. so you kind of just connect, right? Because you're like, yo, these guys are all drunk fucks. The one at the cashier, yeah, or the cash cool register, cool yeah, dude. he's a chill dude. So he's like, all right, brother, here's your pizza. You know, take my, I give him my card, gives it back. All right, sign it. All good. So I have a box of pizza, and I go, right, let's go. And you don't answer me, right? And I'm right next to you, and you're just locked the fuck in. <laughs> so you're at, you're now at the point. Where you're not, you're not on the side with the glass and the pizza. You're on the other side. You're at the counter yep. where they hand you the pizza. <clears throat> right. And the guy looks at you and he goes, what'd you, what'd you get? And I go, nah, he didn't get anything, bro. He's with me. Like, I got his pizza in my thing. And you start speaking up and you're like, uh, no. You're like, yo, I ordered two slices of pepperoni and a slice of chicken bacon ranch. Oh, my God. And I'm like, I, I, look, I look back and I'm like, yo, yo, no, yo. It, his pizza's with me. It's in my box. And you're like, and you're like, no, no, no. Like I ordered my own pizza. And I go, Ray, I have your fucking pizza. And you look at me, you look at me right in the right in the eyes, and you go, Joe, shut the fuck up. I'm getting goddamn pizza. And I go, Ray, I have your pizza right here. And you just don't listen to me. And at first, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, all right, Ray, maybe maybe you wanted a soda, right? Maybe you're up there ordering a soda, uh, you know, uh, a Coke. Pepsi, right? I'm like, okay, I'm gonna let him get. I'm gonna give him a space, and then you come with a box. So I, I back off. I'm like, this guy's fucking stupid. Did I somehow get pizza? Yes, without going back in line. So you, so so I'm like, I finally, I'm finally standing on the other side, and I go, you know what? I'm just gonna let him do whatever he's doing. That's fucking awesome. Wait, wait. So a minute goes by, right? And you come over to me with a box of pizza. Like a small box of pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you go, yo, you ready to go? 
And I go, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I go, dude, I have your pizza in my box. And now you have your own. And you look at me with like the puppy eyes and you go, bro, don't fucking yell at me, man. I was just getting some pizza. <laughs> and I go, bro, I have your pizza. And you walk out and you take a bite of it and you go, what? <laughs> and I go, bro, I have your pizza in my, and you go, you need to you, and then you look me. at me and you go, oh shit. No and that, way. And then I go, you know what? I'm done. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. And I, and I go, yo, you good to get, get you good to get home? You're like, yeah, I'm good. I go, all right, I'm fucking out of here. So I walked in my car, ate my pizza. Were you actually pissed at me? No. Oh, okay. No, but I was like, this fucking guy. You, you just got to get out. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, well, no, I'm, I was getting tired, too. Oh, no, yeah. Right, so like, once you start to get tired, and you got a 40-minute I mean, I would have been I would have been heated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you would have been. But I was, bro, I dropped like, I would have laughed the next bro, morning, though. nobody else had the pizza, right? And I dropped $26 on pizza. Whole pie, bro. I had a whole fucking pie. I was the only one. So I'm sitting there in my car, bro, just jamming. I'm like, all right, fuck it. Piece of broccoli, piece of chicken, bacon, ranch. I had, had two pieces when I got home in bed. I'm like, oh, fuck it at this point, whatever. Right. So I ended up finishing like five of the eight slices. Good night. But for you to go get more pizza, if you had eight your three slices, this would have been, this, hurt, this whole fucking kerfunkle would have been nothing. I wonder, I don't think I paid for pizza. No, you did. I did because yeah. I don't have a I don't have anything on my card from that place. I don't know whatever you did you because I me looked off. the next morning and yeah, hundred percent. I'm sorry now that I'm hearing all this because <laughs> I thought the way you described it yeah. the first time was like like you went you came out and told me you were going to get pizza. You went in line, went all the way through the line, and then you like turned around and I was like in the middle of line. No, you were right next to me. <laughs> That's even better. You were right next to me. <laughs> That's way better. And you stayed in line like you had pizza, like you were the next person up in line. And I was like, dude, your pizza's in my box. And you're like, Joe, shut the fuck up. I'm getting pizza. <laughs> dude, there. And let now, me tell after, you. Let me tell you this. Yeah. After that night, after Saturday, when I woke up and I heard all these stories, I was like, yo, I am taking a break for a very long time. I'm taking a break, too. Like going out and everything. I said this like, I honestly said this like two or three months ago. And then it, my birthday came up because I wasn't able to go out last year. Right. And I wasn't even able to drink on my birthday last right, year. Right. So maybe that kind of set in, but. Well, no, let's let's actually touch on this. So once you, and I hit it last week, right? I was there last week when you saw me, right? Th- or two no, weeks ago. Oh, yeah, it was two weeks. Oh, yeah. You hit. So when you, that was you this weekend. Yeah, but I don't think you were not nearly as bad. Oh, yeah, it was. I don't remember Dude, that. I was a zombie. Oh, yeah, you were. you were. Dude, you were yelling at me. To not let you get out of your bag. That's what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> so I'm saying before we went into Gaffney's, you were like, you were like, dude, am I okay? And I was like, I don't no, know. No, bro, you're not okay. that one. The one what where you one? saw me out, where I was with all my boys. No. From the 31st, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Where I was a zombie. Yeah. And you saw me for a little while. Yeah, I forgot dude, about so that. So like when you have that experience, right? We were on the same level, just two different weekends. When you have that experience, right, you know yeah. that exact feeling. When you're a zombie from, like, a certain point in the night and you're just, like, going through the motions. Yeah. That's when, you're, that's when you shut it off and you, have the, you wake up the next day and you're like, I'm never doing that again. Well, the problem with me is, like, I like to wander. Like, I can't, I don't stay in one spot. Like, I was with everyone when I got there. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't, Dylan said he saw me for probably, like, 17 minutes. Like yeah, it was, me, it was me that was with you the whole night. Yeah, no, but, like, Dylan came to see me, and they were all sitting together in VIP. Like, I'm sure they were 
doing their own thing. But like, I have to like wander around when I drink and I have no idea why. But anyway, you want to hear the better story? What do you got? Of the next morning at 7 a.m., me and Jack drove home. 7 a.m.? Yeah, we stayed at the Airbnb in Gansvort, like, and um, we woke up, and Jack goes, yo, I didn't sleep a fucking lick. Apparently, they were up till 5.30 in the hot tub, like, just chilling. It's like, nice. they smoked nice. all the black. I got a, I got 10 black and miles. I woke up, there was two empty packs on the kitchen counter. Wow. wow. I was like, yo. I was like, what happened last night? I woke up and my friend Carly was sleeping on the floor with, so my mom made two tubs of Max Salad, right? She was sleeping on and the floor with the tub of it? The tub was open with the fuck, you know, the ladle, not like a spoon, like nice. the ladle nice. when, like at parties. Nice. Like when you need to get a full oh, scoop. yeah, yeah, yeah. She just had it opened on the floor That's with the ladle in it, That's like half eaten. Nice. And I was like, I woke up and was like, holy shit. And then. We went back. Nice. I fell asleep for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. 10.30 rolls around. I get a call from my sister. And she's like, hey, are you coming to brunch? And I was like, what time is brunch? And she goes, 10.45. I go, Linz, it's 10.30. Why didn't you guys tell me anything? Apparently, both of my sisters had a group message with me the night before. Like, between you like were just saying, okay. Five to seven. No, I didn't even answer it because I looked. At, I put my phone on the charger for a while and didn't even look at it. And then I saw like 45 text messages from my sisters. And I said, Ah, fuck it. I'm not even going to look at it. Nice. Nice. <laughs> so I ended up not even knowing that we were going to brunch. And I go, yo, next time we go to brunch or we do something and I don't answer a single text message, separately text me or call me. Yeah. Because otherwise I'm like, I'm out of, I'm out of the loop. Yeah. I had no idea. I mean, I ended up getting there and everything ended up being okay. By the way, Nest, fire food. Oh, great food. Fire food. Um, so that was, that was the weekend. Wow. That was, that was it. Yeah. And then we topped it off with, uh. With a good a with a good dinner on Monday, yeah. Was, Hence uh, the reason we didn't do a podcast on Monday. Yeah, yeah. Hibachi at Kodo, um, something like. Yeah, I told them not to do any of the birthday activities. I don't really like when that happens. Pretty pissed off that there was no P boy though. I'm not gonna lie to you, dude. I was meaning to quickly talk to you about this. That guy was not very into it. No, no, he wasn't, and and it kind of made me upset. And it, no, I, I'm gonna be serious. Like uh, everybody that was there. I think within the first eight minutes of my presence being there, knew that I wanted fucking P boy. Yeah, right. Like that. I've mentioned it on this he did podcast. It for like three before. seconds. No, he didn't even do it. Yeah, he did. He no brought way. it out. Yeah. What was I doing? He, when was he I did there? the yeah. When he did the onion ring or the onion ring, the uh, onions. That was the, the volcano. Boy? Yeah. When he put it out, he literally did it like that, like quick. Well, and I was I looked at you, and I wasn't looking. No. He that's literally mm, that's split it. second, bro. So let me t- like that's that's the part that really got me is right. He gave me some extra food, right? Like there was some extra chicken at the end. <laughs> West me up, appreciate that. But no P boy really set me off. I was like, I was here for P boy. I wanted to see him. Like something makes me happy, right? About when he's like, oh little P boy, and you know he kind of shoots the things down. He's like, hee hee, right? Like that shit's funny. I like that. That makes me laugh. So not getting the whole P-boy. And meanwhile, Ray, we have the dude on the other side. And he's like dude, saying, he's, he's like, oh, da 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 You know, he's throwing shit, having a great time. He's like, oh. everybody sing with me. Yeah. And like, well, cause I- we're sitting over here like miserable as shit. Can't get fucking P-boy to even shake his thing. And this guy's over here having people <laughs> sing, you know, it, it was, it was, it was a little letdown. I'm not going to lie. The night would have been better if there was more P-Boy, if maybe there was a little more sake, 
Maybe a double sake run. Yeah, would have been cool, dude. Because the but only okay. time that was the only time we really got loud is when like I did, like when we did the sake when I right, did it, right. and then like Jason and G did it. And but. and you know he didn't even shoot it; he just shot it in your mouth. Like if you're a good hibachi guy, you shoot it on their face a little bit just to piss them <laughs> off. Like that's part of the fun. Get a little sake. And I didn't even tell him to know, stop. A little sake in the eye. I didn't even tell him to no, stop. No, he stopped. He stopped himself. I, I I'll do the whole I bottle, agree. bro. Yeah. More sake, more fun. Exactly. That's, that's how COVID They didn't goes. come for round two, but right. is what it is. I still had a great time. It was I was a great with, night. I was with all you guys, dude. Good night. I mean, um, I was with my, able to be with my family on uh, Sunday for my dad's 60th, and my uh, niece, my nephew, um, my brother, my or my brother-in-law, my sisters. My grandmother was there. So, you know, all around for a 25th birthday, man, I couldn't have asked for much more. And um, I'm just thankful for everyone in my, in my, in my yeah, life, man. dude. It's, it's back to business now. We're yes, rolling. sir. We're about 101 episodes in now, and uh, we're talking we're talking baseball. It's it's getting down to crunch time, right? Slowly but surely, we are inching towards the end of the season. October will be here before you know it, and we're about six, seven weeks away from the end of the season here. And, right, the Yankees' acquisitions at the trade deadline have proved to be good ones so far. The Red Sox are not doing so great. The Rays are still very good. Very hot. This American League East race is very interesting right now uh, as the season starts to kind of close on us. Yankees are hot. Red Sox are not. Rays are good. What's going to happen as we get towards the uh, final games, final, you know, we'll say the final month of the uh, MLB season? Well, the biggest thing for, I'll start with the Red Sox because they're in probably the biggest, um, I'd say, threat to not make the playoffs right now with the way that they're playing. Um, we have some good news though. Chris Hill will be making his debut Saturday, which is going to be a huge part to this rotation. And, and I think you look at what Anthony Rizzo and Gallo did, even though Gallo's hitting what one fifty for you guys or somewhere along those lines, not hitting very well. And, and Rizzo's hitting two, you know, two fifty, two sixty. Um, what they did to the group when they do something right or do something good, when Gallo hits a home run, when Rizzo hits a home run, when they get a single or double, for some reason it just gives you more energy. With a guy, with a newer guy in the system, and and how long Sale has been out, he's got to light the fire because he's been that fiery guy. He likes to get amped up, he likes to get in people's faces and you know stuff like that. So I want him to be the former Cy Young. Obviously, he doesn't have to be the whole thing, but I want him to be at least a a stem of it and be the same guy in the dugout because that's something that we need right now. JD's on the uh, COVID list right now. We still haven't had Schwarber come in yet because of his injury, so we're looking to get him back soon as well. So I mean. This team in general, I mean, look, I was hoping that there wouldn't come to a boiling point where, you know, the Red Sox would just blow up and just start losing games like everyone thought they were going to at the start of the year. But don't teams average out, right? Like, we knew the Red Sox were not going to be this good. We knew they could be good. Look, I I stopped believing, I stopped believing that when, I mean, this, when with, with the year that Rafi's having, I think he's, you know, the top player for his age in the league right now. And if, you know, we didn't have Otani in the league, I think he'd be right there for MVP if he's not even there yet. You know what I mean? So with the way Rafi Bogarts, I mean, even JD's comeback season and the amount of pitching that we have that we've been able to put out, the amount of wins that we have, it's been more than I could ask for for this season. So I just hope they finish strong, at least get a shot in the playoffs. Um, That's really my wish. And the biggest thing, too, that I saw today. Oh, do you know what the run differential for the raises this year? What? Plus 125. Can you guess what the Red Sox and the Yankees are? Plus 40. 
The Red Sox is plus 29, and the Yankees are plus 16. Can you tell me what the Blue Jays are? Um, they they hit pretty well. Plus 124, and they're in fourth yeah. place in the division. How crazy is that? That stat to me just like blew my mind, and I can't believe it. Plus 124. Plus really? 124, and they're in fourth place in the division. That's crazy. That means you're bl- when you're winning, you're blowing people out. Yeah. But um, what do you want to see? Obviously, the Yankees, like you said, are eight and two. Um, DJ's been playing good. Judge has been playing good. Um, Dude, pitching's been for, there for a team that has been struck by the COVID bug again. Uh, and and let's mention too, that's fucking Johnson and Johnson. That's what it was because those fuckers on the Yankees, they all got the Johnson and Johnson that single shot. They were like, "Yo, one shot, we're gonna get out of here." No. Rizzo's an exception, right? Rizzo didn't even get the vaccine. Said he wanted more, uh, you know, data on it. Okay, it's fine. But fucking Johnson and Johnson bit them in the ass because now they need everybody and they have nobody. But good news, good news is lots of them are coming back. Glaber just got hurt. Don't know what's going on with him. That worries me a little bit. But lots of pitchers coming back. Kluber, uh, he's on assignment right now. Severino on assignment right now. Cole will be back, right? I, I hope soon. Uh, so everybody's starting to kind of get back. They're coming back, and that makes me happy. Um, but Yankees are doing a, a, an awesome job. They're they're eight and two in the West ten, like you just mentioned, uh, including today's win uh, over the Royals here this afternoon. But dude, they're finding ways to win. And one thing that I mentioned too. Uh, I had a little radio hit the other day with uh, Charlie Volker on 104.5 The Team. Uh, but nobody pays attention to how consistent Aaron Judge has been, right? Aaron Judge is the guy that always gets injured. Giancarlo Stanton is the guy that always gets injured. Now we're getting into the important part of the season, right? And who are the two guys that are in that lineup every day now? Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton. So kudos to them. Kudos to them for being the healthy ones and... I get Judge had COVID, but he's here right now. He's here. He's playing. He's good. So kudos to them for being the guys now that are stepping up when all the other players are hurt, injured, sick, whatever it may be. And the thing is, too, is the Rays have gotten hot even at the right time as well. And they look, I mean, they're up there with the best team in baseball right now. And they don't have the roster to prove it, but geez, man, they just prove everybody wrong. And I think they're going to be a force to reckon with in this playoffs. Oh, my Dude, they could put out you as a pitcher, bro, and they're just going to start. They're just good. Dude, they'll get the run support. Yeah. Like, I I don't understand. The team doesn't make any sense, and I'm not going to question it. One thing also to watch out, because since we're talking baseball, is the NL East. I mean, it's a three, three-team three race between the Phillies, the Braves, and the Mets, and it's really a one. Whatever team wins that division is going to get in because the Dodgers, and the Dodgers, Giants, and Padres are going to be the NL wild card. That's pretty much a lock at this point. So, you know, Ken Bryce Harper... Propel the Phillies. I mean, Phillies are hot right now. Phillies are hot right now. Nola's been pitching well. Um, and the Braves without Acuna. I mean, that would be a hell of a story. They don't even play. They have that one kid that's playing out of his marbles right now. Uh, who, Riley? No. Swanson? Why, no. why, why am I Swanson's playing really good this Swanson's year. Swanson's been playing Swanson. pretty well this year, yeah. Um, I don't know. But Ian I Anderson's having, uh, having a hell of a year, though, too. I think he could be up for, uh, for rookie of the year this year. Yeah. So, but yeah, uh, definitely uh, some unfortunate. Mets are sinking. I mean, obviously without the ground, Mets are start, absolutely the, sinking and no indoor. Yeah, but so hey, baseball is rolling. It's 
it's at that good time right now. I think we're th- things are starting to get serious, right? Like where every Dude, game, so every series ready. counts, and that's the best part of the season, right? Like you can you can up we can talk about it April, May, June, July, uh, and even August, right? But like now it's middle August. Things are like getting serious because we know who the real contenders are. We know who the team. Like you look at the teams after the trade deadline, you give them a little time to kind of mold and mesh, and now it's like okay. These are the set rosters for these teams. Can they stay healthy? Can they start to make moves in the standings? Like, you know, whatever it may be. But this is like where baseball starts to get juicy. Yeah, and the thing is, too, is you look at every series coming up for each team. Every single series is an important one. It's n- and none of them are going to be easy because every team, usually towards the end of the year, is where it gets good. Like the Yankees and Red Sox are going to play in, what, two series, I believe? Either not the, not the next one, but the one after that. And then I think the Yankees got to play the Angels and the Twins and the um, Athletics. You know what I mean? So those aren't all going to be easy series, um, maybe besides the Twins. But the Red Sox got to play the Yankees, the Twins, um, and I believe the the Rays again as well. So, I mean, coming down to the stretch, everyone's playing in their division. Everyone's going to be, you know, everyone's going to be gunning to, <clears throat> excuse me, to get those teams out of the playoffs from in your, inside your division. So, I'm just excited to see it. I'm excited to watch it, and this is the best time of baseball for sure. Hell yeah, it is, bro. Um, let's preview a little bit of what's going on this weekend, too. Um, obviously, uh, we have an interview coming up uh, a little later in the show with Mr. Jeff Levac, the president of the Albany Empire. Awesome dude. We chop it up. We have some uh, conversation just about you know him getting into the position that he's in, uh, the team, what to expect from the team come this Saturday uh, based on what we've seen in previous games. They play the Columbus Lions in the NAL uh, championship. They've beat them twice this year. Uh, it is tough to beat a team three times in a, you know, in a row, uh, mm-hmm. but it is possible. Of course, they're going to be at home. So definitely tune into that interview a little bit later in the show. Uh, but we also have some PL out, right? Premier Lacrosse League. Uh, it's coming right here to Albany, um, to the 518. Tom and Mary Casey Stadium, that's Albany. That's the football field right there. Uh, it's going to be a cool weekend, and um, looks like we're all going to be a part of it, me, you, Amber. Um, Amber's going to be taking some pictures and stuff, uh, so if you're not able to attend, definitely check out our Instagram, uh, I would say, early next week, and we'll have some cool uh, pictures and uh, videos, I'd say, um, from those games coming up, but me and you... Uh, definitely me. We're still waiting on you, uh, but it should happen probably tomorrow. Uh, we're probably going to be in the press box, write up some you know, articles, get some interviews, stuff stuff like that, so little hits. Um, yo, it's going to be a cool weekend. And uh, I think the biggest takeaway from this weekend is when we're going to see great lacrosse, but two, it's going to be that it's going to be a nice preview, I think, Ray, to what's going to happen uh, because we have three or four players playing in the PLL right now that are going to be playing for the Albany Firewolves. And anybody who maybe doesn't have a grasp on how good the Firewolves are going to be and the level of lacrosse that's going to be played at the indoor level at the Times Union Center when the season comes around, like this is a good preview because some of these guys will go and now play for the Firewolves. Like this is a good team. This is a real lacrosse team. This is not, you know, some minor league lacrosse. This is. Elite lacrosse players playing indoors. So anybody who's interested in maybe seeing like the level of lacrosse or what's going to happen, you know, what players, uh, the talent level, like whatever it may be, right? This is a good preview to this. We'll try and give you updates and some content just to give you guys a preview of what's 
what the Firewolves are going to be like because some of these players, um, whether it be for the Firewolves or for other teams that are in uh, the arena, the arena league for lacrosse, they're going to be there, and it's going to be it's going to be a cool environment. Look, I'm not you know going to sit here and say that I'm a avid lacrosse fan that goes out and tries to watch it, but let me tell you what. When lacrosse comes around and the Final Four or whatever comes on for college lacrosse and there's good lacrosse on, like when I used to go to high school and watch the games, it, it was intense. And college lacrosse is honestly a lot of fun to watch. And I'm actually really excited to go and watch um, these professional guys get it going because, you know, who knows if we're going to be at the how much we're going to be at the Firewolves and everything like that this this uh, winter. So I'm ready to watch, honestly, even if you're not interested or you know, th- not thinking about like, oh, it's lacrosse. Like, I, I don't like lacrosse. Like, seriously, I promise you, give it a shot because if it's good and it's live, I'm telling you right now, it's a lot of, it's a really fun sport to actually get into and to watch. Oh yeah, um, yeah, dude, and it's uh, physical and it's it's cool. And I think that like that's the biggest thing for me, right? I'm not an avid lacrosse guy. I wasn't an avid soccer guy, right? Right. We, I mean, like I Until was. The and then it kind of brought my love back when. Like I said, once you get into it and you get there and you have a good time and you you leave your mind open to it but instead of going there closed-minded, it, it's endless opportunities for yourself. 100%. So uh, that ought to be fun. Can't wait for some PLL this weekend. Um, and I think finally, uh, we'll leave some time here for, of course, that beautiful Jeffrey Levac interview um, from the Albany Empire. Let's talk a little bit about some fantasy football, right? It's getting towards that time. It may be a little early for you. If this isn't for you, you don't have to listen. But I want to, uh, we want to really, we want to instill it before it's too late, right? Because if we started this in September, Ray, football's already started, right? We're getting towards preseason starting like this week or I next week. Wasn't, didn't the Giants play ASAP. today? It's the Giants ASAP. play today or something Yeah, like it's literally here. So. Like, bro, what? We got to, we're going to cover it a little bit. Um, and I guess the way to start would be. With with the quarterbacks, right? I put out a cool article today on agfpodcast.com. Uh, of course, link in bio, you know, all that good stuff, whatever. But I kind of covered some of my top quarterbacks this year. I gave a list 1 through 30 of what quarterbacks, and that's my rankings. Obviously, it's not, uh, you know, the best. It's not my tier of quarterbacks, but it's the rankings uh, for what they should be in fantasy. Do you have that list? Yeah, I can pull it up. I just want to hear what... Um... Yeah, I'll, I'll rattle through it. And then I wrote a couple, you know, ones that, you know, blurbs, I guess, on, uh, you know, I guess ones that would stick out to people. Um, so, here, all right, here's my list, 1 through 30. Are you starting to 1 or 30? Uh, we'll go 30. 30 through 1. Um, let's do this. Jimmy G, 30th. Carson Wentz. This is barring injury and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. 29. Jared Goff, 28. Now with the Detroit Lions. Zach Wilson, 27. Darnold, 26. Fitzpatrick, 25. Cam Newton, 24. Chua, 23. Danny Dimes, 22. Jameis, 21. Ben Roethlisberger, 20. Derek Carr, number 19. Baker Mayfield, 18. Trevor Lawrence, 17. Matt Ryan, 16. Deshaun Watson, 15. And of course, that is barring whatever circumstance. Plays, yep. Yeah. Uh, Kirk Cousins, 14. Joe Burrow, 13. TB, 12, 12. Matthew Stafford, 11. Ryan Tannehill, 10. Jalen Hurts, 9. Aaron Rodgers, 8. Russell Wilson, 7. Justin Herbert, 6. 
Josh Allen, five. Kyler Murray, four. Lamar Jackson, three. Dak Prescott, two. Stop it. Patrick Mahomes, one. I'm never. And I already know. What's what's my first thing? What's the first? I know. See, I didn't read it, but yeah. So the first blur. So give me it. Just give me it before before I uh, I get in there. I already, as soon as I said his name, (laughs) right? You, you, You hopped on me. Dak Prescott at number two, right? Joey, why is Dak Prescott your number two ranked quarterback in fantasy football this year? I said, yes, that is correct. Dak Prescott is coming in as my number two ranked quarterback. And it's got to be based on the stats from the last couple of years. If you look back at Dak's 2020, right before he got hurt, the dude was an absolute machine. Uh, Prescott was posting a phenomenal 26.9 points per game in the first five games of the season. Um, and the Cowboys, they don't really have a defense yet. Yes, they go. They pick up Micah Parsons in the first round from Penn State. Great linebacker. Definitely going to be an impactful player. Uh, but he's not going to be the guy that changes the defense. Uh, keeping that in mind, right? Cowboys, and this is me basically reading what I said. So reading what I wrote, uh, they're going to find themselves in shootouts again, right? It's going to be the same song, same dance that they were used to uh, the last couple years with no defense. Um, And with more shootouts comes more passing opportunity, right? For a guy like Dak Prescott. And Dak has shown uh, that he's been able to step up to every shootout. He doesn't, he isn't the guy that's going to go throw three interceptions in a shootout. He's gonna he's gonna try and go you know touchdown for touchdown field goal for field goal he's gonna he's gonna compete and Prescott no doubt in my mind elite fantasy quarterback whatever the Cowboys do if they go five and and whatever it is twelve now with seventeen game season so be it but he's gonna fight for those guys he's gonna go out there he's gonna sling the fuck out of the football and uh, you know I'm gonna put him as at at the lowest the number five ranked quarterback this season. Um, but, you know, he's going off draft boards at number five. I think he's the second best quarterback this year, fantasy-wise. Okay. I can see your I can see your reasoning behind it because I think I just looked at someone else and they had him in the top five as well. I just worry that this team falls the hell apart. Like, you know what I mean? What is stopping this team from just blowing the fuck up? Like, I know you're saying that, like, oh, he's going to put his points on the board and he's going to do this, he's going to do that. But, like... Dude, I don't know. Like this Cowboys team has just been worrying me, and I and people just keep saying every single year, they're th- this is their year. This Dude. is gonna be their year. Something happens. Like this team is written with curse. Every time I've drafted Dak Prescott as my number one quarterback, something happens to the Cowboys. I, I may and I, I may I, be looking at Dak Prescott as my quarterback. Good luck because I'm not. I I just can't do it anymore. I can't put that much risk into it. And sure, if there's a risk and he, you know, he ends up being number one fantasy quarterback this year, that's on me. But I don't want to take the risk just because of how much has happened to the Cowboys over the past, what, four or five years since he's been in the league for them. And it's not just been, you know, his stats or anything like that. It's the team in general gets down in the position where, and you know what the problem is too, Joe, is when it's not shootouts and they're running the football, he plays down, he plays to whatever level that the other team is playing them to. You know what I mean? And that's what I feel like with this team. Well, the so, defense sucks, so they're going to be giving up points. So the way that I look at it is it's going to be a shootout every game. I it mean, not necessarily, though, because it was, I mean, it wasn't last year, and they had Andy Dalton as their quarterback. It wasn't, they, and, you know, they weren't giving up 50 a game when Dak was there. They were giving up a lot of points. They were giving up a lot, but I don't know. 
I mean, it's, it, just look, just get my reasoning. I, I get your reasoning. I just I'm saying from my standpoint, I still can't. That doesn't put me over the edge to want to draft him over a guy like Lamar or even Tom Brady, a guy who has been proven. And I know he's up there in age and stuff like that. He's still going to get his points. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I like playing it safer because quarterbacks aren't your your you know your breadwinners. You want a guy who throws. That's what we say every year, though. But then if you have a great quarterback, you're if you have a great no. Quarterback, if you have, if you have two great running backs, you're winning your league. Hundred okay. percent fair. Um, another question that I assumed people would have was Justin Herbert over Russell Wilson. Uh, so I addressed that. Obviously, we, I think they're interchangeable. I wouldn't I wouldn't fair, disagree with fair, you with that. No, I, fair. I mean, that's why I and put that's it. What, and we're talking f- strictly fantasy here, people. We're not saying strictly skill-wise. fantasy, yes. Okay, strictly so don't fantasy. fucking jump off a ledge that's here, right? Right. right. Um, so Justin Herbert uh, had a crazy year, right? Obviously, it, you know, we don't have to go into the stats. 4,500 yards, 36 touchdowns, um, QB9 in points, QB8 in points per game. And I just, I look at Herbert, man, and he, he has that. He has it right like you look at guys we overlooked him right we thought he was going to be a bust when he was uh when he was drafted and we were wrong guy has it and some scouts were way off and some scouts were spot on and i think herbert is just going to kind of pick up where he left off this team is is very similar to what they were um eckler's a great great player uh keenan allen's a great player they have really, this guy stay healthy yeah they have a they have a good team they did lose hunter henry as well so they did. Um, but I think a cool stat that I pulled up that I thought was cool was he was the QB nine um, in points and QB eight in points per game. Uh, but he didn't play week one. So if he had went out there week one and done that, we're talking Herbert QB three, QB four. Right. Yeah. Because he was QB nine with without with missing that week. He didn't play the first week. So if he goes out there and he throws 300 yards and two touchdowns and an interception, that's still 25 points, 24 points or whatever. What, what's wrong with that, right? Yeah. Maybe we're talking a whole different song dance. Uh, but Herbert topped 20 plus points in 10 of his 15 games as starter. That gives me a lot of hope. Uh, that's a very high uh, floor, I think. 20, 20 points in more than 10 games. Well, that's what I was saying. Is, you know, you If you can get a guy who gets you 20 to 25 points a game and goes off for that, that's why I love Russell Wilson every single year. I feel like he never has like even when he has a bad game, he finds a way to get a rushing touchdown or he is he something pops up where he's able to get points back on the board for you in a way that he lost him in, a, in another aspect. Yeah, yeah he's and a, that's he's one a, guy fighter. that if you are worried about your quarterback and worried, you know, I don't want to take the risk with going with a guy like Dak or you know a guy like Kyler who can have those ba- really bad games and you know you're not getting that lock in Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen that are on the board. Hundred percent Russell Wilson and um. And Herbert, I think, are two safety nets that I think are just going to have consistent seasons all around, and they're going to be putting up points for you no matter what week it is and who they're playing. I agree. Uh, and the last one that I had here was uh, the Baker Mayfield, right? I had him at 18 on my list. And, and where did you have Jalen Hurts, by the way? I had Jalen Hurts at number nine. Wow. Mm-hmm. Top 10 for that man. Hell yeah. Um, I guess so, I just need to see. I, I just feel like they don't have that much trust in him in Philly yet that I don't know. I think I think it's possible, but I don't know if they have that much trust in him that he's going to stay the start of the entire year. That's fair. Yeah, you know what I mean? Not, not, hey, man, all projections. Right? I, no, I I hear you. I'm just saying, like, so 
people, and this is why I put this one out here, is because people are going to sit there and they're going to say, Joey, this Browns team is really good. Maybe they win 12 games this year, 11, 12 games. And can be a passing game. Right. It's not going to be your passing game. It's going to be Chubb. Um, and, you know, that doesn't always mean, uh, if you know, when you have a good quarterback, it doesn't always mean that, or when you have a good record, I'm sorry, when you have a good record, it doesn't always mean you have a good quarterback. You have a great quarterback. Now, I'm not saying Baker Mayfield is bad, uh, but we know uh, Kevin Stefanski, his offensive scheme is ground and pound. That's what he's there for in 2020. Uh, Baker put up fair numbers in the passing game, posting about 3,700 yards, 27 touchdowns, uh, finishing as the 17th ranked quarterback overall in points, but 25th in points per game. Uh, that just has a lot to do with his health. He was healthy the whole season, uh, hence why he was 17th. But points per game, he's really back. So that means even if there was quarterbacks that were injured uh, you know, throughout the season, they were still ahead of him in points per, uh, points per game. So when they were out there, they were playing at a higher level. Uh, I said, let's be honest, Baker Mayfield is just hard to trust. You have Odell, you have Jarvis Landry, you obviously have the weapons. But it just seems like they haven't developed that true connection. It doesn't seem like Stefanski really knows how to utilize these great receivers uh, the way that they should be used. Um, and Mayfield is your modern day game manager, right? He's a, he's a game manager. He's going to go out there. He doesn't make a lot of mistakes, uh, but he doesn't, he isn't this elite quarterback that can go out of his way and play, make and do these crazy things. Um, and another thing that I think people forget about is the division uh, that the Browns are in. They're not in an easy division when it comes to defense. They're going to have to play the Steelers twice. They're going to have to play the Ravens twice. Those are top five defenses, right? And we're talking about some of the most elite corners in the game are on those two football teams. Uh, so keep that in mind. Uh, if Mayfield is available in the late rounds, obviously I'm gonna I'm gonna probably pull the trigger on him as a number two quarterback. Um, but I think the best way to have Baker Mayfield in any fantasy draft coming up would be to have like, okay, we're gonna do. I'm gonna have a guy like uh, I don't know. We'll put it. We'll put a top top ten in here. I'm gonna have Josh Allen. Right, Josh Allen's gonna be my my number one quarterback. But I'm also going to have Baker Mayfield as my number two. So when Josh Allen's on a bye or when or if I have Lamar Jackson, OK, Lamar's on a bye uh, that week. That means the Browns probably aren't on a bye. Well, then I'll pick a guy like Baker Mayfield. Wow. That's some thought into your uh, your second string quarterback there, Joe. Hey, bro. <laughs> but hey, that's what honestly what it takes to win. That's what a lot of people do. My, some of my friends come to draft night with a goddamn bo- uh, you know, a booklet, like a magazine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like with what their what their plan is and everything. I'm like, dude, I'm just gonna you know, I'm gonna go with my gut. I'm gonna go with what I know. I'm gonna go with who I trust. That's how. But hey, maybe that's why. I, no, actually, last year I did pretty good comparatively. Three years ago, I would have said it's because of my ass. Now I'm not too, not as bad as fam- at fantasy football. I'm prove it in the fun day uh, fun day fantasy league this year, which I am creating. Uh, tomorrow so let's uh let's let's set the stage here for jeff levac uh it's about that time and we're gonna have an awesome interview with him can't wait to uh have you guys hear that and get really hyped up make sure you get your tickets to the empire this weekend uh levac will be i think he says it a few times when or where to go who to call who to talk to how much the tickets are and uh, we're going to have a fucking great time. Yes, and sir. hopefully we're hoisting up a trophy um, by the time we talk this time next week. We'll talk about Monday next week, probably. Yeah, it'll be normal. Okay, so. Hopefully. 
Levac from the Albany Empire, previously from 104.5 The Team, and also working with Tech East Fire and Water Restoration. Uh, he's coming up now. Ladies and gentlemen, we're not going to say it at the end of the Levac interview, so we're going to say it now. Make sure. Don't forget. You at the fun days, bro. And it is our pleasure to bring in the one and only, the new president of the Albany Empire, Jeff Levac. Levac, what's going on? You're here with Joey and Ray. It's any given fun day. What's up, brother? Hey, guys. Uh, good to talk to you. Uh, you know, the, the least qualified president in the history of this country, <laughs> and that is saying something. Uh, yeah, I'm ready to go. Beautiful. It sounds like you're ready to go. Uh, so we'll hop right into it, Levac. Um, so let's talk a little bit about just becoming the president of the empire. Um, it all happened very, very quick. Uh, can you kind of take us take us through like what happened, how you... I guess fell into this, but also had this planned out. Was it a master plan? Like what was going on here? Uh, if it was a master plan, it wasn't mine. <laughs> I, um, you know me, Joey. I, I don't, I'm not a big titles guy. I never, I'm not, I'd rather not have a title. Cause if you have a title, then people know who to complain to. I'd rather, I'll do whatever you need me to get done. Just don't, don't give me a title because then people know who to call and complain to. Um, so I, I feel like uh, Mike, Ron, you know, Coach Manaz, all those guys are sitting around going, you know what would really chap Levac's ass? Let's name him something important. And, uh, and, and uh, here I am. I'm the uh, team president. And uh, hopefully, hopefully under my regime, we'll, we'll win a title or, or 17. And, and uh, it'll, be, it'll be worth the torment that I feel having a stupid title attached to my name. I, I got my hair cut. I, I might have to go without a hat for a day or two. It's obscene. I, I don't know how to live. Yeah, I don't know how you live with that haircut anyway. No, I'm just kidding with you. Um, <laughs> I'm, sorry, I didn't, I'm sorry I didn't go find an old, like, worn-out, uh, like, Tagger Beat ma- magazine and get my crappy hair done like you did. <laughs> um, so, Levac, can you talk about a little bit uh, the transition from being a radio host every day on 104.5 The Team to kind of transitioning into a whole different lifestyle, really, uh, with being a president and getting involved so heavily with the Empire uh, and also with Tech East Fire and Water Restoration. Yeah, it, it was, I mean, like you, like you were there for a lot of it, so you know, Ray, you, luckily you avoided all this nonsense. <laughs> but um, it was, uh, it just kind of came together. I was, you know, my friend Mike Quarter, I've known him since we were little kids, you know, he became, he owns Tech East Fire and Water Restoration. He's part owner of the Albany Empire. You know, we were sitting around. We were we were actually sitting at the one of the back offices at Tech East, having a having a cigar, just talking about you know what what plans he could make moving forward to take the empire to the level he wants to take it to, and some of the stuff he wanted to do at Tech East. I was kind of giving him you know my suggestions on where they would go, and then he just went, "Yeah, that works." So when do you start? And uh, I I thought he was kidding at first, and then we discussed you know pay and benefits and hours and. And next thing you know, here I am. But uh, the the original goal was I was going to go into Tech East. I was going to have an office at Tech East. I was going to build a studio. Uh, you know, I was going to try to get guys like you to come over and do your show there. And then slowly but surely, it's just it. I did more and more and more over at the Times Union office for the Empire, and those guys got together and and said that you know if I'm doing the work anyway, give you the title. And now I'm. Yeah, now I'm dealing with the the National Arena League on the phone half the time. I'm I'm talking to people all over the place, and I don't even know I don't even know how the Yankees got five runs today. Like that's that's the weirdest thing in the world. I know they won. It was on. I had it on in the background, but I don't know how they. I don't know how it happened. It's the weirdest thing. And so, like 
going from radio host all of a sudden to just being the president, I mean, are your duties just like, was it hard to change over from that aspect of being a radio host and then just getting all this kind of thrown at you, especially towards like, it's not like you had the start of the season or preseason to prepare for all this. You kind of just got thrown to the fire. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think the, the plus is just the people that are there. Cause Ray, if I'm being real, I, I'm still learning what I do every day. Like I just, you know, a problem pops up. I try to knock it down like a, like a game of whack-a-mole, but you know, to have coach T there to have, to have my quarter, Ron Tredico, John Kane, all those guys who, who know this stuff. And the, the NAL, you know, they've been extremely helpful. They, they like that I'm there for some ungodly reason. So they've been helpful. Like, to say that I it's it's a it's a weird transition is, is an understatement and I really don't even understand the transition yet. I just know that there's so many days where it's like a there's there's a million things going on and somebody will look at me and go, you know, it's like two forty five or something. Like, hey, just think, if you weren't stupid, fifteen minutes from now you'd be talking about the Yankees, the Jets and uh, and, and everything else. But uh, no, now you gotta now you gotta figure out how we're going to fit uh, you know, hopefully five to 10,000 people in masks inside the time Union center and, uh, and, and everything like that. So the transition is ongoing. It's, it's fun though. It's a challenge. No two days are the same. No, nothing is, is comfortable, which is something I needed. I got extremely comfortable doing radio and uh, these are, these challenges are new. So it, it's fun. And, you know, sadly, somehow Joey still has my number. I haven't been able to get that out of there, but, uh, but here we go. <laughs> I, I hear the same thing every day to deal with the same thing every single day. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> you kind of just showed out on Saturday to my birthday party, and I was just like, yeah, you can come in. Oh, happy birthday, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate it. it was he month. was begging for that. Back. <laughs> no, I actually, we're gonna get, if you want to listen to some good stories, wait till we talk after our interview um, on, the sh- on the show that we're going to do today. There were some um, things that I don't actually remember, and Joey's going to have to tell most of it, just to say the least. But anyway, <laughs> that's your birthday. What? If you, got to, if you remember your birthday, you're probably not doing it right. I'm you're, just saying. You're, you're not wrong. Um, but like uh, going back to you now, I don't want to like ask you if you know you regret it or anything, but like, um, do you miss doing radio or do you like doing this now every day, changing it up in your life and um, kind of do something new? Because like me and Joey, we when we first did this, we kind of didn't know what we were doing. We, <clears throat> we just went into it and kind of got the ball rolling. It's a, the answer is yes. I, I do miss radio but I do love what I'm doing. So I don't regret it, but I do miss, I miss the show. I miss all that, but you know, radio's changed so much. Like you, you're doing so many things. You're wearing so many hats that it's not even all that different. To be honest with you, the only difference is I don't get to sit down and talk sports for four hours. And when I do, it's how to get it on the field. Miss it. Yes. But do I wish I hadn't made the move? No, I, I really do. I love this challenge. Um, I love that I'm helping uh, one of my one of my best friends. You know, realize his dream, which is helping me realize a dream that I forgot I even had. I I used to like when other kids are like they're having this dream about catching the touchdown in the fourth quarter and stuff. Like I had that for a long time, but there was always a part of me that was like, I want to be the guy who goes in and takes over. I want to be the guy who the players like the good players respect and the terrible players fear. Like hey, I want to be that yeah. guy someday. I forgot. I forgot that was something I even wanted until I started doing it again. And luckily we've got a great group of guys. So they, it's just, it's all about, you know, making sure that we all respect each other and, you know, work together in a couple of days from now, hopefully, you know, hoisting up the it. national Arena league trophy. hundred percent. And, uh, Levac, just to mention too, uh, I was producing the other day while I was talking to you, actually, uh, over at 104.5 The Team. And uh, hearing your, I, I heard that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And hearing your interview, 
uh, you know, definitely brought back some uh, nostalgia and it, you know, it was interesting to hear you on there. It was good to hear you on there again. Um, but what I was going to ask, and I guess last question here before we hop into the team is how important was it, Levesque, to have those relationships kind of built uh, through the radio station, like having those radio hits every week uh, with Coach Manas and kind of getting acquainted with the Empire, whether it be, you know, over the last couple of years uh, with people like Gaz and stuff, like, you know, just having those players come in, talk to them on the radio. What did that mean to you and how did that kind of solidify uh, your new role as you rolled from one job to the other? Relationships are everything. Um, and that's like to have to have the people in my corner that are in my corner. You know, like you know, George Manius is the guy who you know was the architect that launched this thing the first time around, and and picking his brain for years and just kind of talking to him, you know, on and off the air and, and everything. There's things I didn't even realize I was learning that I that I use, and like you mentioned, my relationship with Gaz came in crucial because it was like a day or two before the season, and somebody went, "Uh oh, we don't have we don't have color commentary." I'm like, "I got a guy." Um, you know, on, on and on, on. and on. And Coach T is, is, is just a great dude. I, we were lucky enough to be the first ones to talk to him on the air. It was me and um, – was it were you with me that day? I don't even remember who was sitting across from me because I just remember talking to, talking to Coach T and just being like, this is a dude that, that is old school. Like, this is the kind of guy that I want to go watch him coach a football game and then I want to get a beer and a cigar with him afterwards. And now I get to do just that. Well, actually not afterwards because afterwards, like, we're both old, so we wait till the next day. But – um, but it's, yeah, the relationships are everything. And, and I've been able to lean on people who, you know, like, like sales reps I've known in the past and these other people who help me instead of me just calling up and like pretending I know what I'm doing. I will legitimately call somebody like I call Kevin Rich over at town square media and go, okay, Rich, I have no freaking clue what I'm doing. Help me. And he sits down and he walks me through the process and so far so good. I, I mean, I haven't made a monumental mistake yet, but you know, the season has still got some hours left. <laughs> Yeah, you haven't made any mistakes yet. Yet. Oh, well, I mean, I've made no, them. I've just been small enough that you guys haven't noticed them. That's the whole. Oh, they haven't been in right. the paper like, headlining the news, right? No, no. Give me, give me another day or three, and I'll, I'll get that done. Like, like I legitimately, um, I, I, I've been doing a lot of trying to get the sponsors together and stuff because there's a lot of people who used to be a big part of the Empire family who, you know, for whatever reason, weren't back on board yet. So I made some calls. I do some things. I get the uh, I get the hideaway involved. I get him a bus trip. I did it for the wrong week, <laughs> so <laughs> so luckily, like we were able to sit down and figure it out. Where they like it's, the hideaway gets an extra week of promotion because I screw up. But it's like one of those things where it's like the rest. Everybody's looking at me. And I'm like, dude, if you guys want to fire me over this, I, I don't hate you for it. And they're like, nope, nope. We just enjoy telling you you're wrong for once. So <laughs> I'm definitely making mistakes, but so far they've been mistakes that are easily rectified. Good. Levac never makes mistakes, man. He always—it's always just an amendment. It's an amendment. Yeah. That's all. It's a learning experience. Right. I just reinvent the right way to do exactly. That's, that's all. That. That's all it is. Um, <laughs> but Levac, uh, we're talking about—we're talking about the Empire. We're here. We're one game away, or we're, we're days away, really, uh, from this championship game. And let's kind of focus in on last week's performance. Um, what did you see from the guys? I mean, I know that you're not the coach. You're not the analyst, but you are the president. So you do you do see what's going on there, and I know it. Maybe it takes a little while to get to actually paying attention to the game, but you know what did what did performances uh, from guys like Barnett um, and you know Malachi Jones like? What did those? Uh, how are they going to propel them to you know hopefully a victory come Saturday? I don't think I've ever seen a wide receiver core like this one. Um, you know, there's 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 people who look at this team and it's hysterical to me because they'll try to question what Coach T does, but when Ozzy gets done. And it's like, he built this team. 
and and you couldn't put this team together without him. Um, Barnett, who is the offensive player of the week for the entire National Arena League after last week, you know, this is a guy who was our, you know, hands down legitimate number two receiver. It was, you know, Darius Prince is the offensive player of the year. So obviously he's number one, super proud of him, super thrilled. He's not in a Philadelphia soul uniform anymore. Thank God. But, uh, you, you know, you bring back, you get Malachi back. Well, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm number 11, I'm probably looking around going, Whoa, wait a minute. What about me? You know, like I'm, I've been playing amazing football, not a peep from this guy. And all he does is go and, you know, blow the top off the defense, get into the end zone whenever needed. That wide receiver core, we like to call him our Air Force with Tommy Grady throwing the ball, is is insane. But realistically, think about this. That offensive line, we have two first all NAL guys, first team guys, in, in, uh, in Joseph Rubens and in our guy, uh, Sean Lockett, who's one of the best human beings I've ever met. And the only reason we didn't have three is Big Mo Ruffins came back a little too late to get into consideration. Our offensive line would be all first team NAL if all those guys were there. And we run the football. Like, like Damon Ware, the offensive coordinator, told me on day one he was going to run the football. And I was like, yeah, sure, buddy. Whatever. Nobody runs an arena. <laughs> sure enough, you know, we had D-Ross for a while. He had his thing happen. But then we bring back Jeremy Richardson, who, who was our Mac linebacker in 2019. He's a fullback, and he is the best runner in indoor football I've witnessed so far in what he's been able to do. And it's just, it's intense. It's funny. It's weird how this team works. They do things that you're not supposed to do in indoor football. Uh, they're ego free and, and they just kick ass. Everybody knows they want to ring and everybody's here to get it done. And the thing too, is like you said, do you have, you guys have that receiving core that has carried this team and you've been able to start running the ball. Cause you look at any other real team and they have, you know, 50 to 60 yards in the entire year. The entire season, so which is what <laughs> and those are quarterbacks usually. Yeah, exactly, and that's basically what they what the Empire had last game. So um, another thing that stuck out to me too was um, one of the guys, Darius Prince. You know his playmaking ability. He had seventy five receiving yards, but he also had seventy yards on a return game. I feel like that's hard to do in arena football. I feel like no one ever gets return yards as well. So do you think the special teams is going to be a big part this Saturday, or do you think it's going to be just all come from the offense? Because obviously, you know, it's really just about who puts up the most points in arena football. Oh no! Like and that and that's the the thing is when you when you look at the special teams, like you said, you've got Darius Prince. You've got the, he is the offensive player of the year. He's the best wide receiver in indoor football this year. He's one of the best all time. If we're being perfectly honest, I think he was misused in Philadelphia, or everybody would be talking about him even more. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, give me the ball. And he holds on kicks. Yeah, he's our holder on kicks. You know. And then you got Craig the Leg Peterson, local local product who I love to give a hard time to. He's he's another guy that just you know it's it's a fun family dynamic. Special teams is going to count. When you got the deuce, every kickoff, Craig the Leg can give you two points if he puts it through the uprights, and then somebody gets a souvenir nine times out of ten with that football. It's it's really up and down. And then, look, I, you can't forget about the defense. You lose Trayvon Shorts, who is the uh, the Jack linebacker of the year, and and now you're still okay. You know what I mean? Now you can still flash. I'm sorry, Matt. Yeah, he's, and he's getting sniffs from the real Lions, not the Columbus Lions, the Detroit Lions. And you still got a team that can go out there. Get big Brandon Seastay back, and, and all these guys. It is it's a it's an insane roster. The fact that all these guys wanted to come and play together is is a true you know nod you know to Coach Manos, but really to Albany because every one of these guys who's ever been on the field in Albany said, "I'm sick of playing against this team because I'm sick of the fans always having their back and booing me. I want to play for this this fan base." And now look at us like we've got this team, and if everybody plays up to the back of their football card, it should be another championship for the Cap region. 
And it should be another championship and another important part of that team, LeVac, that maybe a lot of people, you know, look over when they look at this team is the defense. And color commentating that game uh, last week with Andrew Santillo, it was great. And one thing that we really focused in on that I think, you know, maybe a lot of fans that don't pay attention to arena football uh, don't pay attention to is the defense. And that defense really came through. And you mentioned a guy in Cisse uh, who had a phenomenal game. Uh, can you just right. can you can you mention this defense? Can you give some love to this defense because they did a hell of a job and they may have put the finishing touches on that game. The, the defense is what, like like you mentioned, Joey, and, and they just they don't get the love they're supposed to because it's indoor football. And because you see fifty points on the board, you don't realize all the big stops they make. But this is a unit that was getting after the quarterback already. You bring you bring Cisse in, you're in Chris Martin, who if you want to have some fun. Go look at Chris Martin's highlight reels from his IFL days. And you he's a beast. Can play the University of Florida. Nicest guy on the planet when he sees you in the office. Nicest guy on the planet. You get between those white lines, man? Nah, no thank you. I'll go the other way. And the secondary. Varma Sony coming back is huge. Sony's, again, one of the nicest guys on the planet. Pure veteran instincts. Leader. You know, you, you get guys to at this point in the year with how crazy this season's been. You know, maybe they're starting to feel it. Maybe they want to complain a little bit. Whatever. When you got when you got Varmasoni running around going, Nah, let me explain to you. Let me explain to you why Albany's awesome. I was here in eighteen. I came back for a reason. These guys on the field, off the field, this defense is, is stellar. And Malik Brown had that amazing turnover. He had that interception that turned the whole game around last week. And the thing is, too, is Joey just made me lose my thought because he texted me in the middle of all this, so I blame him. <laughs> I'm um, tell you, you look cute, man. Sorry. <laughs> no, but now I literally just lost Please my chair. Oh, no. again there. I remember, right. I remember now. I remember now. So when I was looking at the stats and looking up the games this year and everything, most of the time the Empire had you know less total yards than the other team. And I was just kind of like, well, yeah. how the hell are they winning every single game if they have less yards? And Because it, it, like you said, it's just because of the defense and they don't give them enough credit as much as they do and how much they do on the field because of the fourth down, third down conversions and holding teams to field goals. And, you know, you look at the points and not a lot of times are the opposing team over 60. It's us who's over 60 and everyone else in the 40s and 50s. So um, 100% credit to them. And then also with the lines come up, we beat them twice this year, right? What is the game plan, you think, for going up against them in the championship game? Uh, I want to let me go back real quick because what you said with the yards. Yeah, if I, I watched some of these games, that defense it was always crazy to me because they would it it, it wasn't a bend don't break scenario. That's what they, that wasn't what they were doing. But when you get them close to the end zone, they would stiffen up to the point that they would shut people down and they would get those fourth down shutdowns, that, which you know are basically turnovers. So that's how it, like yeah, you might you might move the ball forty yards against the the Empire defense, but you're not moving it forty nine or fifty. So that's a, so that's a good point by you saying like look the yards are there for the other team but not the points. Um, the 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 Columbus Lions are good. I mean they're really good. They got the MVP. You know Mason Espinosa who was the backup quarterback in 2019 and Tommy Grady. You look at his stats; they're phenomenal. You look at Week One here at at the Times Union Center. They they almost completed a miraculous comeback to beat to beat the Empire. I, they're a really really good team. They're a well coached team. The NAL has only been around since 2017. So Jacksonville's got two championships. You know, this is Columbus's third appearance in the NAL championship game. So, like, they, they've been here before. They've been denied twice. You know, they're looking at us going, oh, sure, you're the reigning AFL champs. They want us. They want to beat us bad. And, and it's, it's really tough to beat a team three times in one season. 
But if anybody's going to be able to put the game plan together, it's 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 Coach T, it's it's Coach Ware, it's Coach Serge, and uh, and this team is going to execute. And it just it's I actually kind of as much as I hate that Tommy Grady didn't get first team and Tommy Grady didn't get MVP. There's got to be a little something deep down inside that looks across the field at his buddy who used to share the you know yeah. the quarterback room with, and go. Oh, so you think you're better than me? <laughs> I would not want to be going up against a motivated number four. I can tell you that right now. I feel like he's motivated every week, but now he's got that little extra in him. Watch Tommy Grady light it up this week. And again, anything can happen. You know, what third world countries are littered with t-shirts from, from teams that were supposed to win it all and then had to donate the championship shirts. Um, but if, if these guys play the way I, I expect them to play, this should be a very good day for Albany. And LeVac, we're talking up a big game here, championship game, 7 p.m. Saturday. Say I'm a fan and say I want to get tickets to this game. What are the tickets costing? Where can I go to get these tickets? How can I get into the Times Union Center? So, of course, you can go Ticketmaster. But my recommendation is to call us directly, 518-714-2200. We got Alex, we got Ethan, Amy, we got a couple great people who are going to going to help you get your seats, help you get exactly what you're looking for. There is a mask mandate. We didn't have anything to do with it. I personally hate that it happened, but you know, the, the County, Albany County decided, you know, with the spike in, in, in numbers and whatever, we're going to go ahead and do a mask mandate. But if you're sitting at your seat and you got a soda, you got a beer, you got a, whatever food in your hand, nobody's going to bother you. You're going to be all right. Uh, but it's, it's going to be a championship and either we're going to win and we're going to hoist the national arena league trophy or you're going to help us boo Columbus and make sure they know that next year we're going to, we're going to, we're going to smack them right off our floor. I, I really think we're going to win. I think this is like Albany's the best crowd in indoor football ever, ever anywhere. I want to, they can yell through masks and, and it sucks. It's inconvenient. We didn't want it. I know, I, I know many people don't want it that I'm just, I'm not going to speak for, but we need to get people in there. Five one eight. Seven one four two two zero zero. Witness a little history. You know, Tommy Grady throwing the ball to Darius Prince. Malachi Jones. Mo Ruffins is out there. I'm getting fired up. My big butt will be running around throwing T-shirts into the stands. It's. it's I can't wait. It's, we got, you're going to be on color commentary. It's going to be a lot of fun. And it is indeed going to be a ton of fun, man. And you just saying that stuff hypes me up. Levac, what does bringing a championship? What's it? What's it going to mean to you if you can get a championship back? But it. But you have a huge deal to do with it this time, right? Maybe you were just a radio guy that was giving the hits to those guys. This time, you're going to be the guy behind the scenes that's doing all the right things, making this thing run, making it go. What's it going to mean to you if you bring a chip home? It is. Uh, it is funny because you know I you know I was on field MC, a hype guy radio guy helping get the word out. I have a ring from 2019 and I love my ring from 2019, but it's weird to, it's weird to, to walk around with the ring from 2019, knowing that I never, you know, helped do a contract. I never did any of those things. This one is going to be special. If we can get it, if I can get a ring from this year, this is the one that I feel like I truly earned. You know, I feel like I was truly part of it. Um, obviously I'm not like, you know, coach T coach T built a team in 10 days that could have won this league. And since then he's built a team that can beat that team. And the players are amazing, but I'm totally taking credit for all of it. If it happens. <laughs> <laughs> and we honestly wouldn't have it any other way. I mean, Jeff, I've only known you, if, you know, through what two conversations on here, but, um, you know, that's your fault. I'm hey, always around. I'm I always know. around. That's I your fault. No, hey, I wasn't blaming you. I was just saying the <laughs> truth. That's all I was saying. But, 
Uh, no, the amount of fun that uh, we have and how much uh, good Joey talks you up as much as you guys talk shit to each other. Um, you know, I'm glad <laughs> that you're... <laughs> There you go again. There it is. <laughs> um, he, he loves it. He asked for it. He's like a sadist. He oh, just wants yeah. me to abuse him. Exactly. Well, you, like I said, you give it to him and then he gives it right to me. So like when you're on here, uh, me and you can actually go together yeah. and go at him. So I get some payback. On there you him. go. Um, Crap rolls downhill until we, until we gang up. That's fine. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I was trying to say was, is um, we're glad that you're in this position and, you know, we'll be right there. I'll be right there. Um, I don't know where the hell I'll be at the game, but I'll be there somewhere. Um, <laughs> cheering them on and um hopefully we'll be able to cheer on the guys having another trophy in their hands well make sure you say hi when you're there man so i will 100%. i can actually i can actually say and i heard i heard you're wearing like a, a tube shirt like just uh you know like you're gonna show off the belly so i'm very excited about that yeah ow, ow. so uh, if there isn't at least 100 t- more tickets sold because of that then i don't know what to say <laughs> then, then then there's something wrong there's something <laughs> wrong right there well the that's back- when you know the word's just not getting out exactly oh, god uh, well, Levesque, hey, if uh, if you ever need a, uh, you know, I am free. I, I did free my schedule up for 2022 if you ever need a uh, color commentator, too. Uh, you know, just throwing that out there. It's all love, man. Love you. But, uh, you know, Levesque, uh, you know, appreciate you, brother. Uh, we hope we hope for the best. Uh, we'll be there in all types, shapes, forms. We'll be there. And uh, we hope to be there to, to put up a, a big, fat trophy, brother. I'm hoping so, my friends. I'm looking forward to seeing you guys on Saturday. I look forward to seeing everybody on Saturday. Uh, I'm looking forward to to all of it. You know, it's it's just it's a thrill to be there. But uh, it's you know it's one of those deals where now that you're here, I, I don't think I've ever wanted to see my team win more than I do this week. And and I think that Albany feels that way. Don't let a stupid mask mandate keep you home. Don't do it. You you you're gonna be you're gonna regret it. Yeah, sure, you can watch it on YouTube, but then you're gonna have to listen to Joey, and yeah, nobody wants that. Don't do that. <laughs> that was a beautiful yeah, segue. You know. Levac, one more time, give that phone number, say where you can go get these tickets, who you're talking to, and let's wrap this thing up before I get hurt. Five one eight seven one four two two zero zero, extension one or extension two. If uh, if the guys aren't right there when you call, leave them a message. They'll call you right back. They'll get you the perfect seats and. And hell, if you tell them, tell them you listen to any given fun day, we'll give you a, we'll give you a discount too. Hey. I'll throw in, I'll throw in a little I'll throw a little presidential weight around. We'll get some discounts, any given fun day discounts out there. It probably it. just feels bad because you have, they don't want to listen to me on YouTube. That's what it is. But <laughs> that's Jeff Levesque. Well, I figure if they suffered through listening to you on YouTube and this show, they deserve uh, 20 percent off. I figure. Sure you know? do at least twenty. You got to call to get off. that. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, listen, calm down. I got to pay yeah, you still. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. About that. No, uh, Jeff Levac, Albany Empire president. You're the man, brother. And let's uh, let's bring home a chip on Saturday. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Jeff.